No, are you gonna I like wash dishes, dishes and listen to what y'all, you know, so you're like, have it in your ears, and you're like, ooh. I can't believe we did that. Well, Catherine said, so I saw, I saw Catherine yesterday, and mm-hmm. she said that both of you were talking about the podcast, mm-hmm. and that you'd seen growth in us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I thought she's that was so, so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because after your, if we're speaking candidly, after your first podcast, I texted her and was like, are you talking to these girls? Because there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of hurt there. Yeah, yeah I know. And, like, I knew you guys spent a lot of time together. I was like, just double-checking. I'm sure you are, because Catherine's amazing. That's right? exactly why we did the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's so cool, because I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. We've grown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. From what? When did you start this? Mm, December. December. Oh, see? Not even six months, and it's already... <laughs> well, six months, I guess. Okay, we have to do a good intro. So, what should it be? Welcome to Going Home Home with Sammy and Beth. That's very good. Excellent job. <laughs> we have again another guest today. Yeah, we're, we're so full of guests lately. Who's Not guests. Guest? Well, yeah, we are actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Okay, our guest today is Carson White from... Texas or Georgia? Mm-mm. Texas. You don't. Texas. Okay. <laughs> America. She's an American. <laughs> but living in Malawi, as is our theme. So, shall we get started? Yeah, we should. You should start us. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> um, okay, tell us who you are, and I have three sub-questions. Okay, I'm ready. I, I know you've seen. Where did you grow up? Where do you currently live? And what are you currently doing? Oh, man. Okay. First one. Who am I? Uh, my name is Carson White. I am from, I guess you could say, Texas. I lived there longer, which leads into. I grew up uh, in a military family, and so I moved around every two or three years until I was about in junior high, and then we stayed in Texas mm-hmm. mostly. Um, yeah. I don't know. I need those. Where were you, you born? Oh, where was I born? Uh, in Kansas, but we only lived there like two weeks, and then we moved oh, to wow. California. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Your home. So home you don't trip. remember it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we moved around a lot, which I liked, which I think helps when you move. Did you have big family? No, it was just my parents and my sister. That's six years younger, so a big oh, age gap. That's quite a gap. Yeah. Yes. Why did you like moving around? Because if you were in a place and you liked it, great. You got to enjoy two years. If you move, you know, you knew you were moving. Eh, you just have to be here two years and we leave. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and what am I currently doing? I am learning Chichewa and it is really hard. (laughs) It is not for the faint of heart. Only because when you're telling people, oh, I'm going to move to this new country and I'm going to learn a language. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, that'll be easy. It's not easy. I know. Who says it's going to be easy? Well, because you live there. Right. And people think, oh, you'll just pick it up. What? I thought I would pick something up. Mm Mm-hmm. I have, like, five words. Yeah. But, like, to make it a little deeper, don't you think that's just our naivety? Like, oh, I'm from the West. I'll just pick up the I'll language. Just, yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. yeah. I'll just I'll pick be- it up. I'm super smart. I'm super smart. <laughs> 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 you're not. So you don't feel like you're super smart anymore? 
Did you ever think you were smart? <laughs> <laughs> no, I never thought I was super smart. That's good. But it, it is good to expose yet again. I'm not as smart as I think <laughs> yeah, I am. I think so, yeah. Which humbles you. Totally. Yeah. Had you learned a language before? Uh, well, I had attempted to. I learned French. I took it in high school and college. But you don't learn it like you have to learn it here. No. Yeah. Like living in the States. Here, let me use French at the grocery store. Yeah. Small town Texas. Yes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> But that's why people say it would be easier, because you do have, but you don't have to use it, because they speak English here. In the city, yeah. 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 Which It's a hard language. You don't have to learn it, but if you do, you love it here more, because you know what's going on. Yeah. Because you know how it is. You're in the grocery store, and they start speaking, and you're like, I yeah. don't know what you said, and yes. I want to know. <laughs> how long I definitely have you been... wish I had. Yeah. Mm. How long have you been learning? Um, three months. Now. <laughs> okay. My good math on my fingers. <laughs> yeah, three months now, and we're in. So, what the program we're doing? The teacher comes to our house and teaches us, and she it's called the GPA method, which is really helpful. Um, but we're in like the. It's like one A, one B, two, three. We're in one B, which is where you take all the words that you learned, and now you start really speaking them. So. Yeah. You're oh like a boy. toddler. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to store. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, yeah. Are your kids going to learn too? Yes. Yeah, so we were waiting for school to be done, and then they will learn and want to learn. Oh, good. Okay, which good. is the key. If they yeah. didn't want to learn, I don't think we would push them. Yeah, that's awesome. That probably wouldn't have worked. No. Oh, wow, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Did Was that, I know we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but when you were here the first time, was that something that was on your radar that you wanted? To learn language? Yeah. Yes, and I don't want to give more credit than where it's at, but I was forced to learn quite a bit being in the healthcare setting. Yeah. Speaking to patients, you have to kind of, you start picking up. It's, you know, pattern. Okay, yeah. you've said this word seven times, and you just start asking people, what is this word? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to know this word. <laughs> so it was, a, I could understand quite a bit, or at least generalization, what people were talking about. Okay. Which I think helped coming back into it, but yeah. then you learn so many details, you're like... I don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> so you you asked when she was here the first time, we should probably talk about that. There Does was, it have anything there was a to first do time. with no. what you're doing now? <laughs> uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> well, what is the first time? What does that mean? Uh, so were you we were here before. Yeah. We lived here for three years, in Malawi for three years. Um, we worked with a small organization um, and left pretty tired. Yeah. Uh, but we came back because the minute we got back to the States or home home, as yeah. we thought, yeah, uh, it wasn't home home anymore. A piece of our uh, broken heart was still in wow. Malawi. Mm-hmm. And you weren't expecting that? Uh, I knew the minute I was driving to the airport to leave that I would probably come back yeah. because it wasn't, even though you're so extremely tired, you are so heartbroken getting on that plane because you're not done. I think mm. you know when you're done. Yeah. But when you get on the plane and you all you want to do is jump off the plane. That's yeah, a pretty, that's a pretty strong, strong clue. Yeah. Yeah. Which was part of the calling coming back to. So. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Did You were here for two years then? I was here for three years with my husband. And while we were here, we adopted two Malawian kids, which was a miracle in and of itself. Yeah. yeah. That process is not easy. Do it no, in two it's years. not. We did it in three years. We oh. met them. Um, yeah, I keep saying that. No, it's okay. It's confusing. Um, we met the. We met them through me helping in a certain facility, mm-hmm. um, 
and yeah, it was a miracle how all that even, how we even met them, how they're even alive, how they were able, you know, through the court system. I don't think it matters what country, and adoption's hard. It takes a long time. It does take a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And you got them passports and everything Mm -hmm. in three years. Mm Mm-hmm. That's pretty Although cool. before we were about to leave, one of our children's, the sex on the passport was wrong. Oh, <laughs> man. We're like, that's a major detail. <laughs> this is a girl. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And they fixed it? They, well, yeah. I ended up leaving a month before my husband because he stayed to get that fixed. And oh, wow. We had Did you some... have to stay behind with her? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, but we, like, I had had some commitments. Yeah. I wanted to surprise my sister for a college graduation, so it was fun mm-hmm. showing up with my child in my yeah. arms. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's that's so much Plus change. Pair, pair like. bonding for each child. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that plane flight wasn't fun either. Mm-hmm. Um, the kid puked on the plane, and people got mad at me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it was really entertaining. I'm sure that I'm sure the I'm sure the flight attendants were like, "This lady's crazy." <laughs> like, I've traveled 36 hours on the toddler. <laughs> oh puke on me. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. so much we could talk about. I know. Sorry. Um, but hopefully, we'll get some of it with these questions so why did you come to Malawi the first time um that's a fun story too we came on a my husband and I came on a short-term trip in 2006 uh, and we met the organization we worked with wasn't even supposed to come to Malawi originally they're supposed to go to Swaziland two weeks before the trip they're like just kidding you're going to Malawi we're like oh, oh where? Wow. how did they do that how do you get visas? What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was the time when you could just show up to the airport, pay your oh. visa money. It was just, wow. it was easy. Um, yeah, two weeks before, we're like, where? I don't even know if that's a country. Oh, <laughs> you're not lying. Okay. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's um, a very unknown. I mean, I didn't know about it. But it's very much in the news. <laughs> yeah, being, it is. You know, within South Africa. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so two weeks before, we found out we were coming here. And then the organization that we worked with, some interns were from um, the place that we worked at, that we eventually worked at, um, and they drove us around like, you should come work here. It's, oh. you, you know, your skills are great, and um, <laughs> um, yeah, you, sh- you should totally come. And within that trip, uh, I, I was in college, had finished playing soccer, didn't want to play anymore in college, and didn't really have a idea of what I wanted to major in. And so when we came here, we got to visit a local healthcare facility, which if you've ever been there in mm-hmm. Malawi, that's rough, that's rough on your heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's where I had, uh, like an audible calling I felt from the Lord. Whoa, to, that's yeah. a big deal. It's a huge deal. I felt like I was a crazy person. <laughs> that, while you were there, mm-hmm. you heard in your ears. Mm-hmm. What did he say? Like, you will return here and Whoa. you don't... I, don't, I mean, of course, you don't remember. Ver- I don't remember verbatim, but it was along the lines of, "You'll return here, and you'll be in healthcare, and it's not because of you." Oh, Meaning, wow. like, because I always feel like I can do things on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. That's so concise. Perfect. Yeah, it was. It's a yeah. lot of words. It covers everything. <laughs> He's so full of words. He's full of words. Full Bible, but. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, actually, when we left, um, I told. My husband, I have something really radical to tell you. He's like, no, no, me first. We're going back there. Oh, my god! He's like, no, no, I'm going to say we're going back there. <laughs> How did he? No, I'm just kidding. Say. <laughs> uh, he, uh, when we were here, he worked with a lot of the, um, like, pastors. And just the more you have a relationship with people, you realize mentoring is 
definitely needed. Not mm-hmm. so much, in our opinion, so it doesn't mean it's right, but not so much church planning as discipleship and mentorship. Yeah. You know, you're a believer yeah, now. Yeah, because there are a lot of churches. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, so w- returned on another trip the next year, totally confirmed it. Um, I got into nursing school, finished that, um, did a year in the emergency room, and we had applied to come live in Malawi. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's pretty super cool. cool. <laughs> okay, this is the seminal question. Where is home home? <laughs> it sounds kind of like it's here. Yeah, um... I think home home is where you feel safe and comfortable and at peace yeah. with yourself and your surroundings. I had some time to study that, by the way, <laughs> because I'm a major fan. <laughs> Our biggest fan. Well, you might tie with Catherine. Do yeah. you, so home home to you is a feeling, not a person, not a place, but like security? Yeah, uh, I, and I think that comes in forms of people, surroundings, mm-hmm. um, your job, your sometimes it's your things. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was your home home when you were a kid? Military family um, travel. I think it was my parents. Yeah. I would like to say my sister, but I'm just kidding. Sibling <laughs> 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 <Still like> rivalry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. I think it was where my parents were, which made me feel secure, safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The things that we always drug along in every move, you know, mm-hmm. see the same things and yeah. just a different house. Oh, yeah. Did you have a thing that you brought everywhere? Mm, no. Security item? No, I wasn't really, I don't feel like I was attached to many things, but it was just familiar, like, that's my bed, that's my desk, yeah. that's yeah. my chair. Here we go. New yeah. house, same it's in stuff. this state, in this state. <laughs> yeah, that is comforting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that Having your security in, I mean, you shouldn't have it all in just people, but that seems like the easiest way to move around. Mm-hmm. You mean taking the people with you? Yeah. Like us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, we did say, so home home is what you said, being secure and comfortable. So do you ever use the phrase home home, or do you just consider all home that same definition like your home now and your home home both means secure yeah I would say so um just because there's been a lot of transition and um when we were even to come here we finished working and then a month later we packed up our house and then we started homeschooling with the kids which we hadn't done before and then we got delayed so we then transitioned again to live with a family in our town because Here? we didn't know in um like back in texas before oh, we even yeah. came so oh. it was like transition after transition after transition and it just makes you realize it's a like a combination of things and yeah I, i've never used the word home home words never word, words phrase phrase yeah. <laughs> your coin phrase <laughs> um but yeah i think it's just the a combination of stuff okay i want to know if your community and idea of home changed with the back and forthness, because community, per- I think for both of us, is a huge part of home. Is the people that we're like doing life with. Mm-hmm. So, what is? I mean, it sounds like you've moved around your entire life. Mm-hmm. How was community affecting that, or aiding it, or maybe even hurting it in all these times that you've moved? Yeah. 
Um, I think, well, I think Catherine touched on this in her podcast, which I thought was totally true. Um, I think your community change, like it changes wherever you go, Mm -hmm. but you also have to decide whether you're going to jump in Mm -hmm. or stay reserved and how involved you're going to be and who you're going to be involved with. Yeah. Um, because I mean, when we lived places and moved every two years, it was, do I jump in and, you know, become part of the church and the people around me and really invest in relationships? Or do I just sit back and then, you know, you reflect and you've been miserable because you weren't a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's the same thing here. It's the same thing when we were transitioning to even come here. Like, how how involved am I going to be? Because here and now, I can just sit back and wait for something Mm -hmm. else to happen or I can be all in and involved and living on the mission field it is a rotating yeah it is rotating environment rotating community and it gets tiring you know people that come only for a year is tiring but I one of my best friends in my entire life I met here in Malawi and she only stayed a year oh wow but it was it's those relationships that every time I talk to her we pick right back up and there's Mm -hmm. no funkiness there's no why haven't you talked to me or called me because you just go through so many things with people and you invest so heavily that yeah. You I, just, how have you stayed in touch? Through WhatsApp, through social yeah. media, through intentional. Yeah. Um, even though it's hard with kids and life being crazy and trying yeah. to live here. Like I set a timer every on the 14th of every month. I need to email or message or something just to remind me. That's great. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's um, a really good habit. Yeah. And my dad said a long time ago, be friends with the people that want to be friends with you. Yeah. Mm. Which when you sometimes when you're in that funk like ah nobody likes me or I'm just finding it hard to have friends you just remind who are who are people that are texting me or messaging me or showing interest in me and I think that that's why it um that's such good advice (laughs) you just pick it up yeah Mm -hmm. so is that what you did when you came back here yeah this time Mm -hmm. yeah um people that had been here a long time yeah you just pick right back up and we always talk about with people that had lived you know, on the mission field before, you have a weird relationship with people because you can't go through all these formalities of the culture in the States or yeah. the West because it's like you don't have time for that. Like, yeah. hey, if you're only going to be here a year, let's get over this junk, yeah. this formal junk, and let's just be friends. Let's Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then you go through things with people, you know, yeah. whether you're struggling or they're struggling or, you you know, when you get sick, that's a whole different yeah, monster you tackle. <laughs> you know, you just see you the different sides of here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> You see the different sides of people, and you don't you don't have time for all that mess or that no, I agree. gossipy junk. You just, are we going to be friends or are we not going to be friends? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that's true. So. And you can't make yourself look good because you're always, like, at your worst. I feel like that's true, too. <laughs> well, yeah. often. You yeah. get, you just ha- you're just more vulnerable mm-hmm. here. I feel like I've been more vulnerable here, and that just, like, immediately just puts you into this different level of friendship quicker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have a smaller, if you stay with the expat community, you have a smaller pool of people to really yes, you you know, do. <laughs> decide who your friends are going to be. It's and a lot easier because there's fewer choices. Totally. <laughs> and then if you hit it off, you're like, all right, run with this. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. like, oh, should we be friends? And we live in a pretty, I mean, it's, a, it's the city, mm-hmm. but it's not that big. So it's relatively easy to get to everybody. Oh, mm-hmm. that's true, too. Yeah. Or spot them out somewhere. Because there's mm-hmm. also only one road, and it is easy to yeah, see everybody. Do. <laughs> yeah. And you all go the same places. Right. Yeah. And as I like to say with my kids, when they're like, why are people staring at us? Because I don't blend. Because of <laughs> <Yeah>. me. 
<laughs> yeah, everyone in the whole city recognizes us. Yeah. So, yep. We don't recognize anybody. <laughs> um, oh, ooh. Here's the one that went on for a while with Matt. Oh, boy. (laughs) How do you think people should discern if they should go overseas for missions? Ooh. Um, If you were giving advice. Yeah. Well, it probably doesn't help that I have heard what you guys have said, too, before on this (laughs) podcast. It might help. Yeah, I I don't know. You heard us when we were immature. Uh, (laughs) So much growth. (laughs) You were not immature. It's so, it's refreshing to hear that growth. And yeah, you don't get to hear that unless people publicly display that, which is a good learning lesson for people. Um, I think, not I think, I know, I've read, I feel, (laughs) you... The calling and your profession are not two different things. Um, And I don't think it's until you have been broken that you realize that those two things are not Mm. separate boxes. So personal example, I'm a nurse practitioner. I worked in trauma and surgery, and you see people at their worst, and then you're stressed and tired, and the best part of you doesn't come out. And then somebody knows you go to church and you're a believer and Mm. that you have this strong faith Mm. or you're supposed to display that. And they call you out on it. And then you realize those things are synonymous. They're not two different boxes. I I don't Mm -hmm. have church me and hospital me. And and the same thing I think goes with the calling. It's um, if you want to go overseas, are you, what is your intention or your purpose? Are you listening to how you feel, and it, which changes day by day? Or are you listening and seeking the Lord constantly in Scripture, in relationships, in mentorship? Um, and those three things are what at least led me and my husband back here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't a two-month or a six-month. It was, I think there were six years until we, were moved, until we moved back here. Um, and it was through constant prayer and petitioning the Lord and mentorship that we really felt, okay, we really are called back here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause initially we thought, oh, is it just that high, you know, that mission trip high, that what, living yes. there high, mm-hmm. yeah. or is it, um, yeah, you really want to be here. Yeah. And we took three trips, short term trips back in that six year time period from when we left mm-hmm. and then moving back. And every time it was just confirmed from the Lord, this is where you should be. This is where you should be. So, yeah. yeah. I think, because Matt was saying that too, that time is the best way to decide. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like to me anyways. Mm-hmm. That you can't just decide even in just a year. If you really want to go there, over time, you're gonna, it's going to be more confirmed because feelings do change day to day. Mm-hmm. And if you still want it, you know, six years later, in the Allison's case it was 15 years later... I think that's the best way to really measure how badly you want that mm-hmm. is sticking through it. And and we even pushed it off. You know, we thought that's just, you know, what if we just went back on short-term trips and led people and that would be oh, great. Yeah. And it was the constant nagging. You know, I'm in the middle of getting to assist in a surgery, which I absolutely love doing. Mm-hmm. And I all these things that I'd worked for that I felt the Lord had called me back to the States to do and practice and learn. And in the middle of it all, all I can think of is, Lord... Why, why am I not satisfied by this? And uh-huh. it's because, it, and, and not just, ooh, I get to 
stitch and cut and do all these really cool, weird, funky things, which are so fun. And you can do those here. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you can. <laughs> That's fun to me. <laughs> but it's that, like, deep down, I'm tired, but I'm not satisfied in this mm-hmm. because it, I know it's not where ultimately I need to be. Yeah. So. Did you enjoy living in Texas, though? I did. Is Texas I had, a home? Uh, yeah, it's. I would say it's home. My parents don't live there. Okay. Um, my in-law, in-laws live there. Um I, my really good friends live there, mm-hmm. um, but my parents live in Georgia. Um, yeah, I would I would say it's home. That's yeah. where our commu- our church community is. You know, the people that yeah. check in on us and hey, I saw you posted this. How are you really doing? Like yeah. they they know know us. Yeah. Are you sent by your church? Like, do they support you? Yes. Yeah, so our organization, which is bigger than the one we went with before, um, <laughs> is very much. Um, Church, your church sends you. The okay. organization helps um, train and keep up with and coordinate and, you know, is like the hub for you, but your church has to sign off and send you. And there's a, a partnership agreement before you even come. Mm. You know, do they display this character? How will you support them that way? Do they, you know, and you go through a huge checklist of things, mm. and um, which is very daunting when you're applying. Yeah. You know, have I displayed all those things? Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Continues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good uh, accountability. Mm-hmm. Lots of that. And knowing that there's a group behind you. There's a, a whole um, subgroup within the organization that all they do is member care is what they call it. So every that. month so or weird. every while they'll they'll message you. They look at your newsletters. They're, hey, what did you mean by this? Mm-hmm. Just checking in to make sure it's not something else and... Which we didn't have before, so it's really nice to yeah. have somebody constantly checking. That should be a requirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to Chichewa, do you feel like that has helped you feel more at home here? Yes. Yeah? Because it makes me feel part of, like, the people that we're around. Um, oh, yes. Now... I will say on the flip side of that, if if your goal in ministry is to be in the city where they speak English and you don't have to learn that to really do what you're going to do, that's fantastic. Yeah. Don't don't let people shame you for for not learning the language. Yeah. Like at the school that you guys teach at, what do they speak? Yeah, they speak English. English. Yeah. <laughs> so really, I mean, you shouldn't feel shame or nobody should shame yeah. you for not knowing that. But like me, I'm going to be working with a population that speaks both English and Chichewa, and yeah. I need to yeah. learn that. If I fully want to, one, be here long-term, and mm-hmm. two, really communicate the Lord with patience and not just, here's what we're going to be doing to you. Oh, and Jesus loves you. Let me pray for you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Which I feel like missions can do sometimes, especially healthcare missions. Yeah. This is what I do for you. This is how we're going to fix your body, and Jesus loves you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. <laughs> but to have that knowing the language, which is knowing culture, because even the way they say stuff, like, <laughs> right now we're going through, this does not translate how I want to communicate it in English. And they're like, yeah, yeah but that's how we say it. Like, but that... But how okay. do I know for sure? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you sure? Because I would use a different emotion here, and you're just saying that happy goes with everything. No. <laughs> it's not happy. It's excited. <laughs> oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah. Not, yeah. Enough, not enough adjectives. Mm. That's interesting, though. Do you feel like you've made more friends because of it, too? I feel like there's more openness for people to accept you as yeah. the strange person. Yeah. As, you know, 
they put you in this group of, oh, you're an expat. Yeah. But expats yeah. come from so many different ranges of people. That's true. Which on the opposite, you know, you shouldn't say, oh, every, every Malawian is this way. Yeah. Because yeah. even in the States... Californians are different than Texans, different oh, than New Yorkers, sure. different than people from Indiana, <laughs> yeah. different people than Florida. Like, if I didn't know that before, I know it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think there's been a more willingness for people to accept, yeah, like invite you in, like, oh, you're showing um, intention of trying to learn the language and culture, yeah. so let me come alongside you and correct you and help you yeah. because you want to know that. I've definitely seen that when, like, especially with driving. If you're in the car with another Azungu who can speak the language, just the the whole face demeanor of whoever pulled you over changes. Totally. And it's it just looks like total like acceptance and like I want to help you now mm-hmm. because it's like you're a, here for the long term. And I think that really matters mm-hmm. is people who stay for the long term and they're invested mm-hmm. because there are so many teams that come in and out. Mm-hmm. Two yeah. weeks, two, two weeks, years. two months, two years. <laughs> Do you feel that way? Flip the subject back. Do you feel that way uh, when you live in the States? Do you hear people that, hmm. you know, they're Spanish-speaking only and they're trying to speak English and you're, do you come alongside them and help them because they're attempting? Or are you like, meh? I don't know if I've ever had that experience. I don't know that I have either. I feel like in some of the more... Like, I did do a month mission trip in inner city LA where there was some families like the kids grandparents were the primary caretakers and they couldn't communicate so we did house visits on in the last week and I just kind of sat on the couch because I couldn't understand her but there was some there's other people within the ministry who wanted to learn Spanish so that they could communicate with the people who were immigrants and couldn't speak so I'm remembering now I did help with a a Japanese class that came to learn English. Uh, And I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are so smart. (laughs) Your English is so good. And they were like, better at spelling than me. And I remember thinking uh, that I was just like really impressed because I'd I'd never learned a language. Yeah. And that seemed so, just so ambitious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was just really impressed. So when other people learn English, even here... When I hear someone speak really good English, I'm like, how is that possible? Mm-hmm. English is so it's hard. It's really hard. And I've learned zero Chichewa. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. Chichewa has weird um, things like English does too. Like, you say it this way, except for when you do it this way. Like, <sighs> this is silly. <laughs> and then my husband's like, no, English is the same way. I You're know, totally right. Yeah. <laughs> I could for never sure. teach. English makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is so dominating because you really, yeah. like, yeah, I, we're all required to take you know, however many languages, however many years of a language in high school. Mm-hmm. But it really doesn't serve much purpose outside of it. Right. Because we just expect that everyone speaks it, and it's easy to get frustrated when people don't. Which is our Western perspective. Yeah. yeah. And I feel guilty about it often. Me too. So yeah. I'm like, all these countries know English. Yeah. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, there's even a little part that is kind of, I don't know if disturbing... It is it's disturbing. It, but here, English is the national language mm-hmm. as long You're as right. well as Chichewa. And it's like, I don't think I could have come to another country if they didn't speak English. Mm-hmm. Because it does sound really hard to learn a language mm-hmm. for an entire year. Right. But I appreciate, and I'm, it's fascinating the people who have learned it, like mm-hmm. you and like the Allisons, because 
it it just changes the way people interact with you. Mm-hmm. And I think it shows you um, culture in a way that you would never, ever, ever learn. No matter if you have the best person to try to explain it, explain it, you know, in everything you do, um, mm-hmm. I, it's just a way to learn the culture deeper than yeah um, you ever could. It seems to me like learning the language is the only way you could hope to fit in a little bit. Mm. Like we don't fit in at all. Yeah, and I, I just don't see any other way mm. to feel like I belong or. To help people see, think that I belong. Mm-hmm. We just uh, stand out like so much. There's nothing like I can wear Chitinji. That doesn't make <laughs> me look like I fit in. Right. But if I speak Chichewa, and it's like, oh, you care about us. I don't think you communicate that though. Like, don't be so hard on yourself <clears throat> no, that I'm you don't. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> I think I think um, I have some good Malawian friends that say, you know, you. People read you more than you think that they do, hmm. which that conversation went further on to explain, like, don't don't think that we're all dumb here. I'm like, oh, I don't think that. But, <laughs> yeah. but they make the point of, you know, just because you're not speaking Chichewa or you're not, it's not how you would see things culturally or, but the fact that you're respecting it and mm-hmm. not, um, you know, you're trying to learn what you can, they see that and they, they appreciate that. That is yeah. encouraging. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's possible to build community anywhere? Well, yeah. <laughs> I do, but it's because I've moved around a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that goes back to the be friends with people that want to be friends with you, and you have to, no matter how introverted you are, you have mm-hmm. to put yourself out there and try. Yeah, you can't just let it happen, wait mm-hmm. for it to happen. Are you an introvert? Um, I... No. Okay, <laughs> I, I didn't think I so. have not done the extensive... <laughs> Book slash. <laughs> There's so many. However long course you There's a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't done the Enneagram stuff like you guys have, but I get um, recharged by spending time by myself. Um, oh, but I really like people, and okay. there's nothing like the good old coronavirus to make you realize that. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're like going it. crazy in my house. <laughs> yeah, if you think you were an introvert before, now you'll know for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, but you recharge without people. Yeah, that like especially like introvert. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I recharge with people. Really? Yes. This mm-hmm. is very energizing to me. <laughs> I like this too, though. But you I, can let. I mean, I like it too. Okay. I'm an introvert, but I definitely like. We watch mo- We watch movies every night. We've been doing it for like a month mm. in this house, and the last two nights, I'm like, I just can't do this anymore. I need to be alone, <laughs> honestly. And they, I mean, Beth and Hannah will still go and watch the movies, but I'm like, I can't be around you. Mm. I need to go away. Mm. And I think that's crazy because <laughs> you're not even interacting. <laughs> you're sitting and watching. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I guess I need to get on that Enneagram wagon. Yeah. It's oh, worth it. Of course it. you do. It's, it's totally changed. worth life changing. Yeah, I'm well, sure you heard it's on very helpful. <laughs> yes, I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should read it. Well, there's multiple books, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not just one thing. Anyway. Also, people will tell you everything mm, once true. you know or don't even. Oh. If, even if you don't know, people will just diagnose you, mm-hmm. which you're not supposed to do. Yeah. Like you guys did, I think, at Easter. Yeah, we you're did. You're totally yeah, we did. Number. I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I'm not a number. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. Oh, wait. I think that's the Enneagram pack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Classic mm. eight. How have you and Jeff worked together to, like, come with come up with to dis to come to these decisions? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it one person? Like, coming to the conclusion first, or are you both... It's not, like, the first time you guys both had it, mm-hmm. you both were in the same place. Has it always been like that? Um, it has, but there we've had to work at it. Mm. Um, before we even applied for the organization that we... Or to the organization that we're with now, it was me that really... I came home one day and said, okay, it's time to start this process. I know it'll take a while. Yeah. And, um, you know, he had said, oh, I've been praying about when we should start. And, mm-hmm. yeah, since since you say that, let's let's go ahead and start it and go from there. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of how our relationship works anyway. You know, we don't argue too much because it's always a let's attempt to discuss this. And, mm-hmm. you know, hey, you're, you feel really strongly about this. Let's do this and see where it goes. With With the flip side of if it doesn't go well or it's not where I feel we should go or do let's talk about it and, yeah um yeah so it it's it's always kind of been that way but not without a lot of discussion and yeah prayer and um our mentors are um a couple and not <laughs> i don't want to say elderly because they may listen to this but <laughs> <laughs> they're not elderly <laughs> just older they're wiser they're older they're wiser yeah um they're not elderly by any means i hiked kilimanjaro with the husband and he was 62 when he hiked it and made okay. it to the top like he is they're they're just so much fun and they come to malawi quite a bit um but yeah sought counsel in both of them so yeah. they were both talking about it and then talking with us individually mm-hmm. and um so yeah just with the mentorship and it's always been praying, speaking with each other, seeking advice mm-hmm. from our mentors, and yeah. So when this is not related to that, when you adopted your kids, they were one and how two. old were they? Two. Uh, my son was uh, two. He had just turned two, and my daughter was one and a half, two younger than okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's hard because the from the time they come in your home or the time that I first started interacting with them to the time that they were officially adopted is, mm. you know, small yeah, or yeah, short yeah. depending on yeah. which one. Um, and then when you guys came back, now they're... Nine and ten. Nine and ten. <laughs> How did they feel about moving here? Um, so I just listened to Catherine's podcast, which I love <laughs> because it's so true. There's a book called Third Culture Kids that mm-hmm. talks yeah, about yeah. this. And her kids, I think, went through this, too. She said one of them grieved when they were mm. still in the States, and oh. then they got here, and they loved it, and the other one was fine in the yeah. States, and you get here and grieve, and that's exactly how my kids were. Oh, um, wow. One of them was, this is the last time we get to see this road. Oh, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> They're grieving through it. Right. So they were more prepared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now even... Um, you know, one of them, like, gets really frustrated when they can't speak the language. Like, oh, yeah. really wants to learn Chichewa now. And even to the point where we'll listen in on our lessons because they want to oh. learn. Like, I know what this word is because I listen to nice. your lesson. <laughs> yeah. Wow, and the other one's great. like, what are you doing? I'm going to go do things that my parents can't see because they're in language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but, but there's that growth. I think now um, both of them really want to mm-hmm. learn the language. And... That's probably, at least in my mind, makes sense because they're from here. Yeah. You know. It seems like that would be even more frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and there's an expectation on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you look like us. You should speak like us. So that was another big push for us. You probably need to learn yes. quite a bit of the language because there is a different expectation on them looking like everybody else. Yeah. 
Have they bonded more through this with move? With each other? Yeah. Uh, not with each other. No? <laughs> but it, the backstory is because we had so much transition from, you know, July not being at home, August moving out of our house, September starting homeschool, which they hadn't done before. Mm. Oh, time out. We're not moving to Malawi like we thought in September. Oh, right. Um, just so much transition. There's been a lot of together time. Um so they're sick of each other. They are. Instead of <laughs> being more bonded. Yes, and the Rona hasn't helped either. <laughs> no. Yes. But uh, they, I do think that they, like, down the road, I think they'll see this was time that they got to spend together. Mm, yeah. Um, because the older one definitely looks out for the younger one yeah. more than the younger one does the older one. Logical, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not without fighting, but <laughs> yeah, you can see it in He's the... protective. Yeah, very, very much so. How did you That's tell sweet. them you guys were moving... Uh, we've been, all about that, I by am. the way. Okay. Just, just has so to dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be a sad answer then. <laughs> we we had just always, every time we'd come on a trip here, we asked them how they felt. Oh, that's how really it went. healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not without reading and guidance. <laughs> um, we had always just asked them, how do you feel about, what if we lived there? What if that was your home? Mm. What if the people that you saw were always people that you got to see every day yeah. and they were good with it. Um, eventually, when it was like, hey, mom and dad have applied to go back to Malawi, mm-hmm. the one that hadn't grieved yet was like, okay, yeah, uh, that's fine. And the other one's like, why, why, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it just came with a lot of education. You know, you'll still do school. You will have friends. There will be an ice cream shop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all the things that are important to, a, you know, yes. kids at that age. Yeah. So just that a lot of really, discussion. Uh, comforting to know there's an ice cream shop. Yeah, and a really good one. <laughs> Has coronavirus made you feel antsy at all about being here? No. Nobody's pressuring you into staying or going or anything? No, um, but my parents have both been here before. My mm-hmm. mom has been here multiple, multiple times and is in healthcare as well. My mom oh. actually didn't even get her nursing license until she was in her 50s, and she got it because she got to come and help Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Well, She'd always cool. wanted to be one and then was kind of pushed into helping me with that's some pretty cool. things. Yeah. Um, and became a nurse and, she, like, she understands. Um, I, I won't put us in situations that I don't feel comfortable that we could. Yeah. Um, and then, this may sound morbid or sound weird, but I just, I have this weird, like, Trust that God will always take care of you. And it's definitely not morbid. <laughs> but some people, you know, they see that like they panic. Like, um, I can't, I won't be able to evacuate from Malawi. Oh, and what yeah. if something bad happens? And um, I think going through some of the stuff we went through with our kids and trying to adopt them, it was very much like I realized we are not in control and we, yeah. don't, we don't get to dictate how things happen no matter how bad you want it. And, you know, at one point I said, Lord, if you take that child, that is your will. And mm-hmm. please just like give peace in my heart about that and I, I felt that with <laughs> the Rona yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. Lord if you take us you take us I know where I'm going and yeah these you know people are asking well, what, ha- what would happen to your kids well the Lord had our kids before they even are kids yeah and that's probably easier for me because I didn't naturally birth them but they are my children <laughs> very much so <laughs> yeah as if I did and yeah that's how I feel I yeah. mean, Good. I have no responsibilities, so it's a lot easier for me to feel that way. 
Yeah, yeah but, but you're surrounded by people that will take care of you, too. Oh, yeah. Catherine, yeah. It's me, definitely feels I know. Like all these nurses. Totally, yeah. mm-hmm. So great. I feel very safe. <laughs> yeah, I do feel safe, too. Good. Yeah, yeah, I tell my family, I feel safer here than I do anywhere in the West. Yeah. I mean, as soon as I have, like, a health problem, I ask, like, all the nurses I know. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I'm better. <laughs> so great. Probably within hours. <laughs> yeah, and Becca's not even a nurse, but she takes care of us, like, true, so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's great. Everyone should come here for Corona. <laughs> they should. If you're Just afraid, kidding. you should come here. Don't bring it with you. Good luck getting in. <laughs> yeah. Just come through Tanzania. It'll be fine. So everybody else is I coming. Think you in. can come through Zambia as well. Mm. Been hearing some chatter about anyway. that. Chatter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you keep your pre- previous community, your Texas and your church community? Is it just through that? What's it called? Uh, like member the help group? The member care group? <laughs> help group. <laughs> Your help groups? <laughs> uh, no, I, um, it's intentional conversations. Yeah. Um, I think when we lived here before, we really saw the people that wanted to keep up with you were not the people that necessarily you thought would keep up with you. Oh, yeah. And vice versa. And there was a period where I had to go from, okay, I'm going to forego my community here so I can go home and get on my device or go home and talk with my people back, mm-hmm. you know, home, home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or I could find the balance in there. And when we lived here before, there wasn't WhatsApp or Marco Polo. Yeah. Instagram wasn't really big. And so living here now, I mean, it's almost easy now. Yeah, like, no, I'm so thankful. Yes. <laughs> but, okay, are you okay with, like, a digital friendship? Because mm-hmm. that, to me, still kind of... I'm not super on board with that. Mm. It's still kind of hard mm-hmm. to have friends just over the phone. Why is that, you think? I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't mean it that way. Like, I think, like, well, I'm, as I've been looking at it, the thing that I find the most love for myself, if it was a love language, is the day-to-day parts that you get to live with your friends. It's mm. like, like showing up at somebody's house without even saying anything. Like, mm-hmm. just that kind of, like, that the... The love that you can just kind of get away with doing whatever you want with your friends. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's what I really enjoy. And it's a lot harder to be, I guess, spontaneous with somebody digitally oh, yeah. nine Especially hours away. Yeah, yeah, time difference, no spontaneity. Oh, yeah, because nine hours, oof, yeah. yeah. Mine's like six and seven. You guys is yeah. nine. It's like nine and it's ten. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Currently, it's time. Yeah. I have my call times. So. Yeah. Visiting hours. Yeah. <laughs> Posted. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I love the app Marco Polo because I love the awkwardness of people videoing themselves <laughs> and talking. And That's feel, what you like about it? I love oh it. Oh my gosh. No, I love it because then you get to see their weird antics and you have antics that they miss. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And it helps because you can, for me, you can do that, send it. And if I don't talk to them in a week, they'll send me a video back and mm-hmm. we can keep up and yeah, same with WhatsApp and I, I don't know. I. I, before I spent a lot of time like posting on Facebook or, um, like more formal stuff, more formal and like trying to just keep people interacting with me day by day, some through pictures, which is not always super respectful in both ways. <laughs> um, just cause you would hate it in the States if somebody took pictures of you and posted all yeah, over yeah, 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 the yeah. internet. But, uh, yeah, just trying to keep 
Um, the people again, the people that want to be friends with you, they'll reach out and just trying to message when you can. Yeah. One of my good friends, um, she's a teacher, and she she just messages me whenever, and I just turn my phone on silent when I'm sleeping, and so if I wake yeah. up and I see the message, I message her back when she's asleep, and we just keep it that way because. I'm like, Catherine, I want to know what you bought at the Target dollar bin. Yeah, and yes. I want to know how your kids are doing, and I want to stay in touch with you as much as I can. And if that means I can't text you back and forth immediately, let's Marco Polo or WhatsApp. Or, yeah. And people, I think, are willing, people that want to be friends with you are willing to do that. That's yeah. true. Um, at least the community I'm in. At least you're friends. You have nice friends. I do. <laughs> They're fantastic. <laughs> I have good friends, too. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And I'm super into voice memos now. Oh, you love that? Thing. Yeah, I was super <laughs> anti-voice memos last year because, you know, everyone's doing it here. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't talk to a phone with <laughs> no one there. And now I can, I sent Kayla one the other day that was nine minutes. <laughs> and I didn't have nothing to say. I was just talking. <laughs> so now That's amazing. My thing now. <laughs> so once you, I guess, find your thing, Sammy. Mm. Okay. Voice memos? Mm. I don't really, <laughs> I've tried that. Okay. I have. I've given it its time of day. It's not super easy because I... I have to be alone when I do it. If me somebody's too. behind me, I'm like, I can't do this right me now. Me too. I gotta go somewhere else. <laughs> That's like, how do people do that in the airports? They're like, oh, I know. FaceTiming. Yeah. It's awkward. Yes, it <laughs> is. Go in the bathroom and do that. We had <laughs> even a roommate who would just answer the phone anywhere and start FaceTiming somebody. Oh, yeah. Like, what we're all heck? hanging out and she's like, oh, hey. And we're like, oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> but I have a bra on. <laughs> I know. <right? laughs> uh, not prepared. Guess they're having dinner with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you go so far as putting a plate out? Like, here's your food. No. <laughs> Not yet, but I would. That's what it came to that. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. Oh, yes. boy. Mm-mm. It's because there's been so much growth on your podcast that I've heard. <laughs> Seriously, in all seriousness. I really do appreciate that. Mm. There has been. And it's uh, refreshing to hear, honestly. Because um, not everybody leaves the mission field feeling mm. like they can talk about that. What do you think, now that you've had multiple times to talk about this with people, what do you think is your going to be your hardest thing when you step on that plane? Mm. What do you think will be the hardest thing to leave? Because you're not leaving each other. No. Thank goodness. <laughs> we will later, though. Yeah. Let's That's not like, talk about that. that yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, hardest well, thing mm-hmm. of all. The one thing that you'll be like, man, I'm going to miss that. Because you've talked about that on some episodes before. Yeah. I, it's, I really do need to go back and listen to them because I think it will be good. I wonder if we'll recognize ourselves. <laughs> but <laughs> what did we say before that we miss? Um, well, we did talk about things we missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> but your, ter- your memory's terrible. I, I, know. Know <laughs> I know that because of your podcast. <laughs> Oh, man. Like, I don't so remember bad. that. No, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. it's very selective. Okay, let me think. I already know. Okay, go ahead. I know, and I might even, I can feel it swelling a little bit right can now. Can you even. cry? I don't want to. It's okay if you do. I know that I know, I just know. Now I know. I'm going to miss the Allisons a lot. Mm-hmm. That's like, we just went on a trip with them. Right. Those kids are amazing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're some solid people. Mm-hmm. And don't tell them. They're some of my favorite people. But don't tell them. I won't tell them. I'll edit that out. Okay. For you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's going to be really difficult for me. Mm. Because I think I find my home in people. Mm. And I can just, like, like, that's where my heart will be. 
And I know that, I know in the past that's really been harmful for me. Mm. So I'm, wor- I'm working it out. <laughs> but I know that that's going to be the hardest thing for me. Do you think they'll make time to come visit you when they're in the States on furlough? I have no idea. Oh, they better. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think they would. Well, we will. Anyway. I would make time to go see them, too, right. though. If they couldn't, I would definitely go and try, try and see them. Right. Traveling in the States is way easier than traveling Yeah, here. now that we've traveled in Africa, it's like, <laughs> another state. Yeah, easy. we got this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's like, what, max five-hour flight? just drive over right. the border. Yeah. And, no yeah. visa, no money change, no. no language change, I know. no culture change. Yeah, <laughs> well, a little bit of culture change. True, yeah. Not too much. Mm-hmm. Texas is weird. Yeah. Depends heard. on what part of Texas. Oh, Mississippi. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole new world. <laughs> we'll see when we see Kayla. Um, I think I'll miss a lot of things, but Allison's are probably mm-hmm. the most. If I could only pick one. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to also add, I'm really going to miss our slowness mm-hmm. and the nature. Because every time I yeah. think about living in L.A., I'm like, there's no nature. Mm-hmm. And I love sitting outside and watching yeah. the birds and the it's butterflies and the cats and the rabbit. Uh, Do you think you'll take some of that slowness back with you? I certainly hope so. I'm going to try. I came across really weird. I didn't mean like that. You're slow. You're slowness. Yeah. Being slow helps me be slow. Because mm-hmm. we do have a, an inside joke that Beth has gotten stupider. Since I have. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so you noticed. <laughs> no. no, I didn't. It's not that. Yeah. Well, I mean, when I first started teaching, I felt like I was getting smarter, but slowly after that. I think I've gotten smarter stupider. teaching. So you teaching made you dumber. <laughs> the first year I got smarter, and then second year I was like deteriorated. Mm. Sammy's definitely gotten smarter. Mm. Yeah, I have. Because so I've done fifth grade now three times in my life. Mm. Once for myself and twice for some children. Mm. <laughs> so now I'm really smart. <laughs> Smarter than a fifth grader. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Maybe not in math. Not math-wise, no. Mm-mm. Math anyway. is no joke. No. It is not a joke. Mm-mm. No. Especially trying Spiritual. to teach it to kids. You're like, I've said it the same way five times. I don't know how else to teach you this. This is how <laughs> yeah. I know how to say it. calculator. I'm going to walk away. That's right. <laughs> There's not many fun activities you can do to supplement. Mm. Anyway, that's why I don't teach math. But I'm going to try... I'm going to try. Mm. But whenever I think about it too long, I'm like, I'm going to have to commute. Mm. I'm going to have to, like, the stuff I don't have to do here, clean the house. <laughs> that saves so deal. much time. Yes, it does. I Doing the dishes takes a long time. Yes, it does. That, oh, I hate dishes. <laughs> I hate it more. My husband hates dishes more than he hates laundry. I hate both equally. I'm like, I'll do dishes over laundry any day. <laughs> Anything. Oh, wow. But I hate dishes. <laughs> So the perfect place for you. Mm. You have to do the dishes. That is an interesting, completely other thing that can be processed all the time. Mm. Is just that culture difference of like having people work in your home mm. while being white is a challenge. But it also like once you kind of it levels out, I guess you're like, wow, this is like really helpful mm-hmm. to yeah. have other people helping me. Because, I mean, it's, in the States, it's like you can't do that yourself. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, my quality of life has really improved. Right. Which I, I used think... to be cleaning every weekend, like, the right. whole weekend. Now I have hobbies. <laughs> I'm interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be as smart, but I'm more well-rounded. 
Um, I think it's important, though, the way you communicate that, which you just said. My quality of life has gone up. Because mm-hmm. I don't think people understand. I don't know if the word hard is the way you say it, but those things build up. Like, I remember when we lived here before. All those things would build up. You're so tired. This mm-hmm. is like an assault on your senses just because it's different. It's not yeah. bad or good. It just is. Yeah. And you get home, you're like, if I have to see one more ant on my kitchen, oh, I <laughs> I'm going to... Throw the dishes out the window. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's, it's crazy how you get used to that stuff because first year I had like a breakdown in the middle of the year because there's so many bugs. Mm. I was like, just too many bugs. It's going to stay in my tent all day. Which but is then, amazing. <laughs> so great. <laughs> but now place. we have like, we have so many cockroaches, more than ever before. And they don't bother me at all. I'm like, yeah. oh, hey. <laughs> Oh, that one's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's babies everywhere, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, that is that. true. Imagine if we had to clean the house and deal with all that. Yeah. Nature. Gotta love it. Mm. Yeah, I know. I got the good and the bad. Well, and you wouldn't enjoy, I think, the things around you. Yeah. The yeah. people, the culture, the quality of life, the differentness if you had to do that. It's true. Are you going to sing our closing song? <laughs> What is my Broadway? Kid? That's you. Yeah, no, I do love me some Broadway. <laughs> Which one's your favorite? Oh, I have pl- I have many, plenty of favorites. Mm-hmm. Do you guys like Broadway? I don't know much. Mm-hmm. I've only seen well, I've seen some Broadway shows. Like, I really like Wicked. Mm-hmm. I know the songs. I'm sure because you live with her and she probably plays the soundtrack. That's no, actually not true. I'm not. Oh. I'm not one to play soundtracks. Like oh, that. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. You're not a music person. I am a music person, mm, but okay. not really Broadway music. Okay. Except Wicked, but you don't play it. Okay. <laughs> it makes sense, okay? <laughs> come on. Um, I, I need a beat, or maybe I should come up with my own beat. Yeah, usually we come up with the, the words together. Your own heart. The beat of your own <laughs> And then you can come up with them on your own Each beat. one gets a little stanza, like, think, think, think. No, sure. we sing at the same time. Oh, we can do oh, that. Oh, that would be real awkward. It'd be it all is awkward. Words. It's totally yep. great. Mm. It is It is awkward. Okay, let's be well, awkward. we can each do a stanza if you want. No, let's be awkward. Okay, cool. It's fun. So should we all just come up with our own words? And <laughs> I don't know. What to, wait, I'm, now I'm drawing a blank. It'll be like Korean-style prayer. Let's think about what did we talk about that we can sing about. What stood out to you? I think I would need to just double-check to make sure that people understand that <laughs> Beth is not stupid. <laughs> I don't call her that. Okay, we she can not gotten to the dumb <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what you think. You didn't oh. know me before. <laughs> telling you that was really smart <laughs> we could sing about how smart i am still <laughs> that this is smart that this is smart she's not dumber she's gotten smarter <laughs> In this is my favorite closing song ever <laughs> she's still a little dumb oh, oh. but now she's more fun <laughs> do those rhyme Dumb and fun? Yeah, oh, I thought you said dumber. I'm dumber. I didn't hear it. Now <laughs> <laughs> you need your stanza. Someone washes our dishes. <laughs> and it makes us feel at home. <laughs> and we have cockroaches. <laughs> Lots of little cockroaches. What was with cockroaches? It's the end. <laughs>